again. Hello. Hello, Kelsey. So, we're not the only two people in the room this week. It's true. I know. So, we're doing a little shake-up. We're going to be actually recording with our guest, Brendan. Brendan, oh, hi. Hi, Kelsey. Nice to be here. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so, this week, we're going to do, a little, some, again, something a little different other than having a guest. We're actually only discussing one trailer today. Well, it's a big one, Kelsey. It's a pretty it big one. It needs its own space. I mean, true. We did that with the Avengers trailer. So. We did. <laughs> <laughs> So before we get into the whole, like, behind the trailer facts, and we want to ask you a couple questions regarding movie trailers and everything. So were you the type of person that, like, went into, like, movie theaters and were like, I need to see the trailer? Or were you just kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay if we get there 10 minutes, like, so we'll yeah. just miss the trailers. I always wanted to get there early, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, movie trailers are always fun. That's also kind of going, like, like, the fact that we said earlier, you know, maybe like 10, I don't want to say 10, I always like to say 10 years you, ago. You do. It's like a very true fact. <laughs> it, no matter what, like, 10 years ago, I was Born. young. So, and I am not anymore. <laughs> it was, like, before the reserve seating, like, would you be like, I want to see the trailer so before the So literally, movie. Kelsey means a year and a half ago. Again. A year and a half, half ago. ago. Did you, did you get there early enough? Like, or was it like, you're like, okay, like, I don't care. So a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far Ooh, away. Ooh, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, keeping on theme. Wow. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, you know, back when I used to go see movies, um, I mean, I would always enjoy the new trailers, you know, regardless of the movie that they were for. Definitely a good shake up, yeah. you know, to the actual movie, because, you know, you're there for the actual film, but then you're like, ooh, what's this shiny new thing that's coming out on <laughs> exactly. July 4th, yeah. Yeah. 2012? Yeah. <laughs> that's like, I guess it's like 50%. So at least like from like people I've talked to outside of the podcast, I've, I've noticed like there's a clear divide. There's you have, a you have, you have friends on outside Twitter. of the podcast. Yeah. I, it's like very scary. You know? <laughs> It, we should do a poll on oh, our right, Twitter, Twitter at too too many trailers. Uh, T W O many trailers. <laughs> Not the starter. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but I've noticed that there's really no person that goes like I don't give a shit. There's always a person that goes I want to see the movie trailers or I really don't care if I get to the movie ten minutes late. Like there's there's no there's like a clear divide which I find really interesting. I guess it's just a Little little thing I just noticed. Yeah, people are passionate about it. Just a little yeah. observation. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. People are there to see a movie. They're also interested in seeing other movies. Mm -hmm. So right, why exactly. not I mean, figure out well, what's happening? Not always. Some people are there just to be like, well, it's been like talked about. I might as well just go and fucking see it already. Yeah. So there's like there are people like that. They're just like, I'm there, just there to see the movie. Right. I don't give a shit about anything else. Just give me my fucking popcorn. I swear to God, <laughs> wow. if anyone talks during Infinity Wars, <laughs> I will have a shit. So, do you want to get into the behind the trailer facts? Sure. Sure. All right. Let's go. Great. For it. So, this movie is, as of this recording, being released this Friday, uh, May 25th. Whoa. Whoa. It's 135 minutes, which is about 2 hours and 15 minutes. So not too long. For all those math people. <laughs> uh, which I feel like is a pretty solid amount of time for a movie. It's yeah. not too long. It's not like Infinity Wars where it's like, okay, we're going to take a chunk of your day out. Yeah. Uh, it's not Pirates of the Caribbean 3 where you're going to be God. there for a week and a half. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I like movies that are about this length because it's a 
good enough time to like get everything built and everything done and like everything set, mm -hmm. but it's not like dragging for half the movie. It's just trying right. to build exposition. I mean, it also depends on the movie as well. I mean, I was gripped through all three hours of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> okay, that's true. I like um, PowerPoint. But, I mean, obviously there are some outliers. Generally, I like my movies to be right around the two-hour mark. Yeah. It's definitely a good amount of time. Yeah. I mean, especially with a self-contained story. Exactly. You know, yes. either this is it, this is just like Rogue... I mean, not like Rogue One, but it's the same concept of Rogue One where it's an outside, standalone. standalone film, but it's still telling a story that needs to be told. Right. 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 And it's kind of um, different when you have a story that's already been laid out, like Lord of the Rings or something like right. that, that can take up that amount of time when the story's already been built. Right. World building, like World we've been building, discussing like for the past seven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also directed by Ron Howard. Yes. Um, he is a notable director, uh, Cinderella Man, A Beautiful Mind. Ross uh, Nixon, Apollo mm -hmm. 13. He's, hasn't he been like, at least nominated or awarded a, uh, an Academy Award? Probably. Probably. Something for Apollo 13. Something, that's something be, in that cons like that. One you of the love fact check. Whoa, okay. This well, is the first time. ever. First, uh, yeah, it really Should is the first I, ever. Should I drum roll? Two Oscars. Oh, okay. Okay. For um, and he's won another thirty-seven different awards. Excuse me. And he's been nominated for seventy-two different awards. So this so, this director is extremely notable. He won, I mean, one for A Beautiful Mind. Okay. Russell Crowe, Jennifer Connelly, Paul Bettany. It doesn't want to tell me what else he won for. That's you fine. know that's fine. We could just. Headcanon that it's for Apollo 13. Headcanon, I think it's a good idea. He's probably going to win for Solo, too. Yeah, so who knows. We'll but the thing is, with this, there was a bit of a director issue with this <laughs> film, with Chris uh, Chris and Lord uh, Miller. Um, I, I totally got their names wrong. But uh, anyway, <laughs> they stepped out in like halfway through the film over creative differences. So, I mean, for Ron what's Howard... A, what's a Han Solo movie without some creative differences? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's very true to form. I thought that was interesting. It's written by Jonathan uh, Kasdan and Lawrence Kasdan, a uh, father-son duo. I love family duos. So, and the cast includes Fandy Newton, and she's most notable from Westworld. Love it. Amelia, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Uh, Paul, <laughs> Paul Bettany. I know him from also Beautiful Mind as well, but also Vision. Vision. <sighs> My heart. Also, Brendan, you've been practicing his name. Alden Heinrich. Thank you. <laughs> Alden Heinrich. Woody Harrelson. So excited. Donald Glover. Oh. John Favreau is in it. Okay. I just want to have you guys guess who this uh, person plays. Junis Sutama. Chewbacca. Yes. I just guessed. <laughs> I was like, who else would we know that? Like, who else would we name? He's the, yeah. uh, he's yes. young Chewbacca. Young Chewbacca. Young Chewbacca. Young Chewbacca. Sounds like the next great rap star. <laughs> Um, I wonder how many people have voiced or played Chewbacca. Peter Mayhew. Oh God, Kelsey knows something about Wow, very unexpected. Um, I promise she's not looking anything. <laughs> Peter Mayhew. Damn, Kelsey. And uh, I guess Jonas Sutamo is the most recent one. Okay. Wow. Don't fuck with me on the Star Wars. <laughs> I know. Kelsey's came for. Kelsey's wearing a Star Wars sweatshirt. I right wanted now, like... to become. I want to be like guys. Look. Star Wars. Dedication. Dedication. <laughs> I was going to try out for the role of Chewbacca, but Kelsey said I could never come on my Excuse podcast you. if I... Uh, Would you like to try out your... No, no. No. It's okay. I actually never said that. We'll keep... <laughs> Kelsey, like, let me just address this right now. I was like, okay. <laughs> I might have not been extremely enthusiastic about it, but... <laughs>
No, nobody wants to hear that. No, everyone does, but it's your choice. Well, you're gonna have to stick around till the end. Oh, Jesus! Oh, wow! Oh, okay. Take this podcast to a whole new level. I know, like Brenda, you're raising this up to like a nine out of ten. Like it's amazing. I would love to talk about the music. Oh, of course, of course. I always very freaking forget part of this podcast. Um, Oh, I did have a note about it though. So yeah, yeah. Okay, what's your note? Because I've been similar to my note. It is completely and amazingly remixed theme. Yes. It's not your traditional John Williams Star Wars Because game. it's by John Powell. Ooh, another John. So yeah, different John. Very surprised that, well not very surprised that we have a different music person because like right. John Williams is I mean, probably like, yeah, John it's, it's, I've made enough <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I need your themes, I need everything else, I'm still getting money off of this. Yeah, I'm I'm I've been hearing the Imperial March in my sleep since <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I can no longer be affiliated with this. <laughs> do you think he like falls asleep and he just like has to go to it, like he just hears it and he goes, I have to go see a therapist about this? <laughs> do you think that instead of counting sheep, he just like... Counts the beats to the Imperial March. I feel like that will be like making stir crazy. He probably has to be in a psychiatric ward. <laughs> He's just walking into therapy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine like John Williams walking into you as a therapist and just be like, click, and just start playing Star Wars music? John Powell has done uh, some acclaimed movies such as Sh- Shrek. Uh, amazing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shrek um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, How to Dra- Train Your Dragon. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Um, he did some of the Born Identity movies. Okay. Oh, Born. And he also did Captain Phillips. So, because I was looking oh. through, and it was, like, just showing the animated films, and I was like, please tell me you've done things other than animated films. <laughs> Not that animated films aren't great, but wonderful. still. They're all own ways, but I was like, please tell me you've done some, like, action-y movies. <laughs> so, yeah. I was happy to see those. Captain yeah. Phillips is a great movie. He probably went up to John Williams and was like, look at me. I'm the captain. <laughs> probably. Um, probably not. Probably not. Because John Williams would probably be like... Well, John Williams is still in therapy. It's <laughs> true. So. Alright, so my overall first impression was a trailer with literally, oh man. Whole man. Whole man. Donald Glover, oh man. Oh man. Yeah, Donald Glover, oh man. Amelia Clark, oh, oh man. man. <laughs> My other first thought was, I watched it and I was like, so cool, when are we getting the Princess Leia one? Because I need it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brendan, any first impressions? I mean, I thought it was amazing. Okay. Valid? Yeah, I mean, you know. Did, did it, like, like, when you like first like watched it, were you just like, holy shit? Or did you have to really um, sit down and watch it like five more times to really get like the, the feeling? I didn't realize Chewbacca was 190 years old. That is Neither did I. And I think I did the, like, I... Kelsey and I did the math in the car the other day. And I read somewhere that, you know, the the Chewbacca's race lives around, like, average, like, 300 years old. Yeah. yeah. So, like, this is young Chewbacca. But actually, no, if you average out the average human being being, like, eight, like, die when they, when they're 80... Um, if you do the little fractional oh, step. Oh, God. Like, like, like middle-aged Chewbacca. It's like yeah. middle-aged Chewbacca. He's about 50, 50 years old. And it makes sense when, when Han Solo and Chewbacca are, like, flying, and he's like, when did you learn to fly? And he's like, I'm 190. He's like, holy fuck, you're 190? Like, it makes sense because he's, like, been around the block with, like, flying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that nobody's ever said Chewbacca's been around the block. 
that's my favorite don't, thing. And that's don't be totally fooled by the rocks that he got. He's, he's still chewy. <laughs> when we first like open into the trailer, we get Amelia Clark voicing over, which I thought was lovely. Beautiful. <laughs> also amazing. But I thought it was a really interesting choice by the whoever edited it because mm -hmm. of the fact that you you would you would expect to be like Han Solo narrating it. Kind of yeah. one of those things where it's like, this is me. How did I get it? Get it? Like, end up there and something like that. <laughs> Han Solo's too cool to narrate his own film. It, but exactly. Hey, Han Solo doesn't narrate his own films. <laughs> He's too cool. But I thought that was an interesting choice and kind of makes me think how important Amelia Clark's character is in the movie. You know, it, how, how much power does she actually have? Is she related to the bad dude, Paul Bettany, with scars on his face? Or... Is she like the anti-hero, the second anti-hero to Han Solo? Or is she Han Solo's love interest? Ooh. Ooh. Splicing it up. I know, that's what I was thinking too when I was watching it. I was like, how are you going Like, who, how is she connected? Is, are you a former love interest? Because I feel like Han Solo has a book of those, so. That's very true. Just guaranteed. Um, and I just thought it was her color scheme with her clothing was like brown and red. Yeah. So, I mean... When we go, I'm skipping with ahead. With her dark hair. With her dark hair, but we're sk I'm skipping ahead when, okay. at the end of the trailer, when she's fighting, like, or she's like in the dust storm, mm -hmm. you know, Han Solo has its classic, you know, classic outfit on, you know, Chewie's Chewie, but Amelia Clark has red and like, like a stark red and a stark white, and Lando has his neutral colors on, yeah. mm -hmm. so I'm curious to know if they, they did that deliberately. I mean, obviously they probably did, but... I'm curious to know if it's like kind of a misdirect with the clothing. I mean, the most of the colors in the trailer are browns, whites. Well, those are like your classic Star Wars colors. Too. True, like, but think of it. This is like a typical. Like when I was watching, it, I was like, "This is a really typical and good Star Wars like color scheme." Right. I like the color. I think it it, it kind of um, involves like a little more of like a western. So Han Solo is a cowboy. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. 100%. You see that in the thing when he flips his oh, yeah. thing up. Which, can we talk about that up. opening? Oh, my God. Holy crap. Like, Sea Blaster. Yeah, it was so cool. Oh. It was, like, it was like really great music, the intro, and then, like, the lighting was awesome, and then you just get that, that like, classic shot of, like, mm -hmm. him, like, looking... He drew the, first. The he drew first. He drew first. Greedo yeah. had no chance. <laughs> <laughs> what awesome. I also liked about that particular scene was that the... You see the culture of the different people, mm -hmm. you know, you saw it's almost like, you know, cowboys versus Indian, you know, yeah. but in a sense of what we're trying to draw inspiration from, yes. it's cowboys versus uh, Native American, but because you got the, the helmet, but it has a regalia of it, and it has, it's almost like, you know, we're going back to that classic 1950s Western story. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Exactly, yeah, yeah, Clint yeah. Eastwood type of, you know, look to it. And I, I like that they're not just sticking to, you know, your traditional Star Wars themes. Yes. I think like with Rogue One, this film is going to venture out into its yes. own kind of individual genre. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. it. It'll have the Star Wars name, but I think aesthetically it's going to feel a lot different. And yes. that's part of what I really enjoyed about Rogue One. What um, yeah. Rogue One like felt to me like a Vietnam War, war film. Yeah. Especially with like the types of fighting at the end, mm -hmm. when um, when everyone like Mace Windu was like going out into the open and uh, like I can't. <laughs> but I do feel like it, like like you just said, it's gonna be its own thing. And that's nice because it gives the story like room to grow in a different way than right. if you were like really trying to stick with the like Star Wars 
total feel, like, and it gives it more space to tell its own story and not right. tell what other people. I almost think it makes it feel more genuine. Yeah, in a way. yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's not just oh, here's Disney copying a new home mm-hmm. again, like you saw, you know, some of the criticism after The Force Awakens. Right. I yeah. love it, but I think yeah, I think it gives it its own type of individual feel and yeah, you know, that there's a lot of room creatively to make it into something awesome individually, which yeah. is what mm-hmm. I like yeah. about these kind of spin-off anthologies. Right, yeah. When we get a first view of, you know, outside of, like, the, the blindfolds, you get, a, you get a feel of old-school Star Wars, though, mm-hmm. which I really yeah. enjoyed because it is, you know, it is before Episode Four, but it is after the prequels. In the prequel, I mean, you have to discuss it when you're discussing, yes. unfortunately. Um, the difference. The, the, one of the problems with the prequels for me is that it didn't understand time correctly. Like, it didn't understand that it was the past and not the future. Like, it just, the feeling felt different. I mean, when you watch the original Star Wars, you have that, you know, futuristic 70s look. You know, where it's like, buttons and light. With the prequels, it's like, well, everything's revamped, but it's still old. You're like, no, you fucking idiots it's not and that's what i liked about the force awakens really they didn't they they, tried to use as much in terms of like the cgi that they put into that they tried to minimize the cgi kind of make it have the similar feel to the Mm -hmm. original star wars movies which is definitely something that the prequels were lacking yeah also lacking great cgi Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and just anything great and just dialogue. And just, and just yeah. everything. I mean, they did have NSYNC in it, so there's a plus. That is true. That is true. And plenty of sand memes. Yeah. You know, yeah. That. Um, so it's not all. Not bad. a lot of, you know, character development or those kinds of good things that you'd really look for, but, you know. Ewan McGregor was still fantastic, it though. Still was yes. the best out of all of them. That being Thank said, you. we need Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, two. <laughs> One day. One day. Oh, maybe after the Boba Fett movie, so I'm crossing fingers. <laughs> The effect, I thought the effects uh, from the trailer actually looked very good. Um, they didn't look cheap. They didn't look... Because especially, I mean, when you're watching trailers, you kind of look out for things that you have to pluck out to try and grab you. And I thought that the effects... You, I mean, obviously you can tell. Like, There's unfortunately no flying spaceships that we can get on right now. So we can't really like have just shoot a flying Millennium Falcon. But... It at least like looked a lot better than maybe something from two years ago. Yeah. It looked a lot more yeah, like, fluid. It it's clean, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Speaking of the Millennium Falcon, I was like, when they were in it, I was like, oh, this should give me like a lot of good feelings. Mm-hmm. But I feel like because we called back to it in like so Force many things, yeah. and Last Jedi, I was like, this isn't giving me as much of a like nostalgic feeling as it would have if we had minimized Especially it Especially because it looks new. Well, it is. That's the thing, though. Yeah, it's, it like, it's a timeline question. You know, it's not a, uh, it's not a hunk of junk right. like Correct. it was in The Force Awakens, right. debatably, you know, right. in A New Hope. This this thing was fresh. Right, yeah. Fresh and clean. Which is fresh cool. And like, I mean, Lando Calrissian right. owned it, so it, it yeah. was fresh and clean. Right, and <laughs> he had to keep it fresh and clean. Exactly. But it, it's a. I think it's more of a question of timeline rather than no. Nostalgia. I'm just saying, like as a personal, no, like that, nostalgia. That, I feel like for fans and things. I'm like, it would have been cooler to like call back to it and like have that like nostalgic feeling if it hadn't been so utilized in Force Awakens. Right. Jedi. Right. Yeah. The whole plot of 
uh, The Last Jedi kind of surrounds, you know, the plot device of the Millennium Falcon getting them from point A to point B. So I, I completely understand. It's still really fresh in our minds. So if, like, they didn't use it, essentially, if you're saying... I'd be like, oh, oh my I'm God. so happy. Yeah. Like, you remember how when we were talking about Fantastic Beasts movie and how happy we were to see, like, the Hogwarts castle mm-hmm. and you were just like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like a breath of relief and you're just like, that it's happy to be there. Right. So I wish oh, you had I done see. that for because, me. Because, like, I wish you had brought Hulk. me back okay. to this. Valid, I kind of seen things in a while, but, like, I'm like... Just saw you. I was a little bit excited with that scene at the end, though, where he says "punch it," and yes. I'm like, yes. "Yes, the castle that run, like that's gonna be really cool <laughs> if that actually happens." Like, I, I got a little bit of goosebumps that's, from it. Yeah, not not as much as the first time I saw the Millennium Falcon, right? The Force I mean, Awakens trailer, oh. right? When you were like, "So that's what I like." I yeah. was hoping that it would give me that kind of feeling, so it didn't, and I was like. I wish that it did. <laughs> right. But it, it is kind of the first time, again, we see hyperspace-ish. No, yeah. yeah. So, I, so I, I understand both points of view. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> anyway, Lando, Donald Glover, oh, Childish uh, Gambino is Lando Carlissian, awesome. and he is, he's back. He's back. The best character. Just what America needed him most. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, I mean, I cannot think of that, a better fit yeah, really for though. that role. I know. That introduction was so just, yes. you know, Italian chef kiss, like, perfect. <laughs> I'm like, well, so good. Everything you've heard about me is true. <laughs> yes. so, so amazing. Perfect. So good. And when you see him, like, the lighting of that shot when he, you first see him across the table, I was like, yes, <laughs> perfect. Like, I, I think that scene's going to be great. I, I'm not sure if that's the scene where... Um, Han Solo eventually wins right. the Millennium Falcon from Lando, like they talk about in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. You know how he lost a bet mm-hmm. um, to Lando, and that's how he got the Falcon. I think. I think that's yeah. the yeah. point, especially because they show like the money and the gambling yeah. and everything. Right. I mean, he clearly wants something from Lando right. when he shows up. What happens next is just a beautiful thing. So, <laughs> so they introduce a new droid. In this trailer, L3. L3. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, feminism wise, I mean, <laughs> I like, I do like, <laughs> I mean, I just like, it's just it's such a weird way of talking about feminism when you're saying there's a female droid in a kind of a mess of male droids. I mean, is there, do droids have gender? I know. I was <laughs> it's like, kind of like a weird thing I'm talking about, but it's just, um, it's kind of nice to see that there's an aggressive droid that's a woman. I know, droid but, thing. but at the same time, it's I'm also like, like, you could have just not given droids gender and nobody would have been mad at But also, she's fucking awesome, though. Uh, no, or I agree. They're fucking awesome. Because it's a genderless robot. probably she, if they're all identifying <laughs> it as she, but... But I do really like the fact that um, there's an aggressive droid because a lot of the droids that we've seen are kind of passive, though. Yeah. R2, like, they're like R2, they're, I mean, even because they're so yeah. passive and mean, like, and they're like the people that you're like, oh, I love and you. And comedic relief as well. Right. Yes. Right. So because I feel like Han is going to be our comedic relief as our main character, they're they were probably like, oh crap, we can't use the droid as a comedic relief. So I guess that's why they, I mean, made it as a more of a. It's a different avenue to go down with a droid. Exactly. We'll see. Cool. I mean, we'll see what Except happens. Except for BB-9E, the evil droid from. Oh, Jedi. that's very true, but still, pa- but still a passive but still, and still <laughs> used for comedic effects. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As the trailer goes on, we see Chewbacca, and we see Chewbacca with another of his race. Yeah. 
Yeah. You think that's his wife? Yes. Ooh. Okay. I Does anyone so. did anyone watch the Star Wars holiday special? Uh, I was told to never me. watch that. Please yes. never watch it. It's yeah. horrible. Same. But it does actually expand the Star Wars universe very strangely mm-hmm. about the about Chewbacca's family and how they celebrate like Life Day. I mean, it's very convoluted and very stupid, but the way they do it is that they actually introduce, you know, that he has a daughter, he has a grandpa or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how it's like grand, grand Wookiee. Grand Wookiee. And um, and they actually do introduce this theme of family. So are we going to see the maybe relationship right of when Chewie goes away with Han? Yeah, I'm going to make you cry. So <laughs> I think that's amazing. That's actually just blew my mind right there because I think that the one aspect of, you know, Star Wars for the most part has revolved around quite family. a bit around family. Yeah. And Han Solo is more of like a renegade. He's, but, you know, we're, I'm not sure if we're going to learn more about his family, but he's right. he's kind of a rogue. Um, and I think... Point. A, a Rogue, Rogue One. one. Oh, wow. I, I didn't plan that one. <laughs> but, but I think adding the Chewbacca family aspect to it could be an interesting way of kind of weaving in some the, of those yeah, Star the, Wars the, themes. I think, it'll be a, I think it, it could be a good balance for if we like are going to lightly touch on like Han's family and that kind of stuff. If mm-hmm. he's going to like make some like you know, he could just make some like snarky or passive aggressive comments about his family or like kind of just dismiss dismiss it as things come up but I feel like it would be like a good way to naturally bring that part of the story in if she right. was like talking about this yeah because I want a little bit of a vulnerable Han Solo but right. not too vulnerable right so I feel like we're just going to get a small snippet and like what I'm hoping <laughs> My wait, 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 just wait, enough wait. of an appetizer to leave you satisfied is it a new hope it is a new hope oh man we're on fire ladies and gentlemen two out of two that would be a good, like, nat- natural way to flow into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, good job bringing that up, Kelsey. Yeah. Thanks. I'm kind of on my last note. Do you have any kind of things you want to talk about before we go? Sure thing. Go ahead. Oh, let's talk about Woody Harrelson. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. So excited. Back on the weed, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, really excited to see him in the cast in this film. I feel like yeah. I feel like everybody that we've seen pop up like through the trailer has been like well cast. Super high quality cast and yeah. I'm shocked about the amount of lack of hype honestly that I've yeah. seen through right? social media and right. you know a total lack of this is, I feel like I wonder if Avengers is absolutely overshadowing it at the moment. I, think, I, mean, I mean it has to be. It has, it has to, to be. be. I mean that's honestly I think that's one of the reasons why it moved up a week. Donald Glover as Lando, who's you know a, a black actor portraying a huge role within the Star Wars continuity. You have Han Solo, which you know young boys or young girls can latch onto, being carefree and fun. Sandy Newton, who's a black woman in a big Star Wars universe, you have a lot of these elements that could be for kids. Right. I mean, obviously the movie not for going to be for kids because there's going to be a lot of elements that Han Solo does exemplary that are not. Child not exactly not necessarily like the smartest decisions. Children, so Woody Carlson, awesome, yes. fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hoping that we're going to continue on our nice streak that we've been doing with Star Wars of being more inclusive with all of our characters mm-hmm. in terms of race and um, things like that, and having strong female characters. And I was so happy that they've continued to do such a yeah, good job through the newer. Um, 
generation, I guess. That's what yeah, I guess you can say new gen, new generation of oh, Star Wars fans. Yeah. Force Awakens and Last Jedi. I mean, when old and new. Is that the old nice? Yeah, but like, but they've done like a really good job with it. So right, I'm like, standing yeah. ahead. So right, right. hoping that we follow down this path. And it's looking like we are. So it's a good thing. Brendan, any any last notes before we? I mean, just jumping off what Marianne said. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see. Hopefully, see Amelia Clark in a very um, strong, powerful yeah. role. Um, hopefully she gets this solo a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for oh, that. Yeah, I do. It, yeah. it seems, based on what I was seeing in the trailer, that he, uh, you know, the, he's a guy who doesn't really consider too many people his equal, but it seems as though he, he at least holds a considerable amount of respect for two her. Two for her, yeah. I and want I, her to be a badass. Yes. Oh my god, she's going to be so fucking so awesome. Good. I need it. Oh my god. And obviously Donald Glover. Oh, is it Donald Glover? And just representing. Just I mean, everything. Black excellence. So. In every way, shape, <laughs> or form. So I'm not worried about his performance at all. No. No. That's pretty much it. I don't like... I don't remember if we talked about this before we were recording or not, but I don't like when we show the, the like, the final thing about, like, with Chewie getting, like, against... He's against that, like, rock oh, like, yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's, like, the fake... The fake out? Is Will he make it? And yeah. I'm like... Have you seen your other movies? Right. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. It. Yeah, and it's kind of like a weird fake out. And like, it. why would you waste that clip? Like, you've got only so much time in your trailer. Why would you waste? I mean, it on they that? could literally take that out and be still be okay and still be a great trailer. Right. And they could have done it. Like, they could have done a thing like that with a character with a different character that we don't know. Right. They could have done a better cliffhanger yeah. for yeah. sure. They I'm sure there are plenty of suspenseful near-death <laughs> moments in the movie. Exactly. Why are they going to show the character that you obviously know you is going to be You could have literally done that with yes. Woody right. Nelson. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, or Paul Bettany's character or yes. something. Or Fanny Newton's. I'm just leaving my list. Bettany's. But like... <laughs> I'm like, there were... There's only a few people that you could have said no right. to. And exactly. He was right. one of those. So that was the only thing that was also... That I was like... Right. Come on. Not you know, we're we're not you know we're not calling your bluff here. <laughs> Another thing I did want to mention, I Woody Harrelson's character um, at one point in the trailer says to assume everyone is going to betray you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that's not a little bit of foreshadowing, I don't so, know. Yeah. It's a big. You know who is this Woody Harrelson character who gets Han Solo involved in in this mm-hmm. type of mischief? Hmm, maybe maybe there'll be some betrayal along the way. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I guess you'll have to go see the movie. Tomorrow. I guess so. Go watch all and then go watch all of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, watch them all except the Phantom except. Menace. Or the Clone Wars. I mean, obviously the prequels happen before everything. Yes. But I guess this is. You know, is this before or after Rogue One? Or this has to be before Rogue One. I think One. it's, it's got to be before. Because Rogue before. One starts right, right at the new home. Right. Yeah, because yeah, Leia's... Right. Right, right, right. The one clip that they did mention in the trailer, Han Solo, I got a good feeling about this. Uh, I mean, just completely juxtaposing the I've got a bad feeling about yes. this. And just it just plays the Han's cockiness about <laughs> everything. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Yes. As a trailer as a whole... I really kind of enjoyed that it didn't fall into that typical baby driver trailer territory or that inception territory. You know, every so often, like when an amazing trailer comes along, a lot of trailers copy it. Mm-hmm. Um, they cop- they did it with Inception with the the music. They did it with Baby Driver with like the choppiness mm-hmm. mashed up with the music. 
I'm kind of, I mean, it kind of did, but it didn't at the same time. It was a very, I thought, I think it just was, it was very of its own and mm-hmm. very much made it as so it was its own at the same time. Yeah. Yes. It was fast paced, but it wasn't like crazy, but it wasn't crazy. crazy. It wasn't too right. choppy. Right. It, I thought it was really well done. Like I like, after I watched it, I was like. That was a really good trailer. It was enough to get me intrigued, for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you want to so, do our, our final, final question? question? All right. So, what we like to ask ourselves after, you know, based on the specific trailer alone, not any of the teasers or clips that you generally see, mm-hmm. um, will you, I mean, will you go see this movie? Obviously. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's frame it differently for this. Okay. Say, like, say Star Wars doesn't exist, mm-hmm. and this was like a standalone trailer for like a new film. Do you think that you would see this based on it? Yes. Yeah. I think I would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, just based on, you know, Star Wars dis- didn't exist. Um, this would be kind of, you know, totally new, um, a totally new type yeah. of thing. I-, I would be like really stoked for it. Actually, I'd be like, wow, it's like a western, but sci-fi. in space, space. sci-fi, yeah. like all the genius that I, you know, I, obviously it still it still exemplifies all of the genius that the Star Wars genre is. So yeah. I think just based on the trailer alone, if Star Wars didn't exist, I'd be like, wow, this is incredibly interesting. You know, I'd be thinking the same exact thoughts that got me into Star Wars in the right. first place, nice. you know, so. We should have saved his for the end. Oh, that man. God damn it. <laughs> so shit. Shed a little tear here. <laughs> we cry a lot. We cry a lot on this podcast. podcast. Marianne, same question. I mean, Generally, uh, and so, then also. So, first of which is A, yes, I'm going to see it because I'm going to see everything that comes out related to Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second question. I I think I most likely would. Sometimes, so this is the thing. <laughs> sometimes when it's like, I don't know, sometimes when it's just like a male-fronted I, movie, yeah, I'm I, not. I, and I it's like a male-fronted like, action movie, and... From this trailer, you can see that Amelia Clark's characters and the other characters are going to be like badasses. But I, you, but I'm also like at the same time, you you're like, are you only going like to be used as the love interest? Because right. then I'm not interested. Right. right. I got it. So that would be my only thing that I would be like, if this wasn't related to Star Wars at all. I don't know. Okay. No, that's my honest answer. I'm really glad that I didn't receive any glares or negative looks because well, this is a good podcast where we're good people. <laughs> we support each other's opinions. <laughs> There's, there's not enough white male heroes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh. Uh, as I laugh with rage. <laughs> this is not that type of podcast. <laughs> this is not this type of show. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Kelsey. For, yes. Same questions. Okay. I, I mean, obviously I'm going to see it. Probably not first night. Probably like right. on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, just, I, I mean, I'm not going to read anything because what yeah. I've learned from Infinity Wars and the hype behind movies is that if you don't, I mean, if you read less, you get more of the experience out of it. So I don't, I think I'm going to try and see it like a couple days after it premieres just to let it, this movie already has, is becoming the second, second fastest selling pre-sale tickets, you know, you know, behind Infinity Wars for this year. But with half of the amount of, uh, like stuff going around. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's highly, highly anticipated. Okay, so if Star Wars didn't exist, though, 
I, I think I would. I think, I mean, I, I would definitely see it again, maybe wait for the, you know, just for the personal, bargain Tuesday. you know, bar not, no, no, okay. not bargain Tuesday. I think I would still wait till like Saturday night and not so much Friday night, just because it is, you know, you, you see the action, you see, okay, you know, if you don't know what you're getting into, sometimes you're a little hesitant. You're like, all right, I'm just going to wait till a couple personal reviews, like, friend, right, right, like, right, like friendship yeah. reviews come in and be like, go see Star Wars. It's amazing. Like, go see the, the silly this new This new Star Wars movie. It's crazy. It's space and stuff. Does he live? Does he die? I don't know. I don't know. That cliffhanger. We don't, we don't know any of the exactly. eight movies that are going to come about. So I think, oh, I mean, I would probably, if I didn't know anything about it, I'd see it quicker than general but i'm still gonna see it nonetheless yes. okay. wow yeah. all right all right wow <laughs> <laughs> um so brendan thank you so much for joining yeah, us today for our great yeah. discussion Thanks about the solo me. star wars stories hopefully if there's another star wars movie coming out anytime soon we would love to have you back yeah, yeah. you should come back for any and all star wars related films. Yes. i am down oh yay so yeah. and then Marianne, thank you for existing. I guess. Oh, thanks for existing too, oh Kelsey. My God, thanks so much. Um, you didn't thank me for existing. Thank you for being here. We <laughs> just like you for being here. Sorry. Um, that's all I get for being the... here on this planet. <laughs> How was that? That's, that's, that's existing as well. If you want to reach us or talk oh, to yeah. us, uh, talk about uh, your tell Star Wars theories. And tell us all about your like history with Star Wars, oh my God. whatever you want to talk to us. Aggressive. You can email us at too many trailers at gmail.com. Obviously, TWO, as we've been saying for the past uh, couple of weeks, a few episodes. Um, and if you want to reach us on Twitter or Facebook, both of them are at too many trailers. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Miriam. And I'm Armie Hammer. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm Brendan. Uh, and talk to you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.